From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Friday, December 17th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange says it's increasingly likely the U.S. will try to extradite him. His lawyers are still fighting his extradition to Sweden. What they want Julian Assange for is not to prosecute him, but to actually interview him to decide whether to prosecute him. Also, how one doctor saved lives amid a crisis in India and an expert opinion on the best kids' books from around the globe, including one about a cat. Yes, I do like this book. I've read it once before, and there are cats in this book. First up, this news. BBC News with Marion Marshall. President Obama is about to sign into law an extension of his predecessor's tax cuts, including those for the wealthiest Americans. Mr Obama is opposed to the extension, along with many of his party, but he agreed to it in order to get approval for his own plans to extend unemployment benefits from his Republican opponents. Mark Mardell reports from Washington. If this hadn't passed, taxes would have gone up for all Americans in the new year. The deal cobbled together by President Obama and the Republican opposition pleases almost no one in its entirety. But that means the President can portray himself as a compromiser, rising above petty party politics. The deal means tax cuts introduced by President Bush will be extended for another two years, including those for Americans earning more than $250,000 a year. Tax cuts for the rich, say the Democrats, something President Obama has always opposed and in principle still does. The trustee appointed to recover money stolen by the New York financier Bernard Madoff has reached a multi-billion dollar settlement with the estate of a man identified as the biggest single beneficiary of the fraud. It means about half the money lost in the swindle will eventually be recouped. Theo Leggett reports. The settlement represents something of a coup for the trustee, Irving Picard. After the collapse of Bernard Madoff's investment firm in 2008, he was given the task of recovering money lost by investors, who'd unwittingly put their cash into the giant Ponzi scheme. Since then, he's launched a wave of litigation against people and businesses deemed to have profited from the fraud. Chief among them was Jeffrey Picower, who was a long-term investor in Bernard Madoff's funds. Over the course of three and a half decades, he withdrew some $7 billion, substantially more than his initial investment. His widow has now pledged to return every penny he received. The president of Zimbabwe, Robert Mugabe, has said the power-sharing deal with the former opposition movement for democratic change, led by the prime minister Morgan Changarai, has run its course. Speaking at the ZANU-PF party's annual conference, the 86-year-old president said elections should be held early next year. Mr Mugabe said that power-sharing was only ever going to be a temporary agreement. We agreed to work together in the global political agreement as a compromise. But we also said this would not be the, the permanent agreement of running the country, but a transitional arrangement to enable us to sort things out. The High Court in London has ruled that a temporary limit on the number of skilled migrant workers entering Britain from non-European Union countries was introduced unlawfully. The court found that the Home Secretary, Theresa May, had tried to avoid parliamentary scrutiny when she implemented the cap earlier this year. The government has been given permission to appeal. World News from the BBC. 
Officials in Pakistan say more than 50 people have been killed in a series of attacks by pilotless American aircraft or drones in the Khyber region in the north. They say the dead are suspected members of the Pakistani Taliban and militants supporting them, although this can't be confirmed. A BBC correspondent in Pakistan says the US appears to be expanding its drone attacks into other parts of Pakistan's tribal areas. They recently focused on North Waziristan.